We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. This is a Mole and Friends Get Random Podcast Channel special announcement. There was an audio recording error so you will now be joining Mole and Hannah about 10 minutes in. Talking about their favorite bands. And Hannah introduces the Beastie Boys. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program already in progress. Stay random, bitches. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of Intergalactic, let's listen to Intergalactic. Uh, we'll talk about it while we're playing it, because uh, I love this song. So, Beastie Boys, Intergalactic, hello, Nasty. And uh, maybe. Is it playing? Okay. Why, why am I not hearing it? That is, that is weird. That is, um, very, very weird. Oh, I can hear it now. Oh, great. <laughs> that was so weird. I thought I was going to have to stop it. I don't want to stop it. <laughs> yeah. We had some issues for yeah. like 30 minutes before. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, technology is supposed to make things easier, people, but uh, it, it's definitely not. So, uh, <laughs> so this is the intergalactic. So you said this is the first one that got you hooked, huh? Why, why so late, Hannah? Why, why'd you, <laughs> why'd you hop in I, so late on the beastie train? <laughs> I guess I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had no friends that listened to, you know. Oh, you didn't have any, ball. no, nothing like that, huh? So I, no. I can't imagine them being very big over in Finland originally, right? Mm, yeah, they were on our, you know, top were, selling lists. Were they still? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It, it, see, it's, I, I like learning about that stuff because, like, me being, you know, the the ignorant American I am, I uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I hear about these guys, you know, I grew up with them, so they, they don't, I never really thought about how they actually were, uh, mm. um, you know, uh, accepted overseas, like, anywhere. So, it, it, they even played in Finland at least once. They were at Rovensirok or Uvisrok or some festival, and they were swimming in a fountain. Where really? There were no, yeah, it was forbidden, but they did it anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wish I would have seen those. Oh, yeah, but definitely. But I was so young. Oh, man. Yeah, my, I... my brother's friends did listen to them so i got all the <laughs> albums from those guys then oh well that that's always good then because yeah it's always good to have older brothers uh, you know or older siblings like i said that uh fill you in on this type of stuff mm-hmm. and yeah uh, but my brother was mostly into new metal at mm, the time that's right you've so... you've mentioned that yes mm-hmm. he said he was into corn yeah. and stuff like that right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> So what what gravitated you to towards hip hop then? Like, did you just hear about it like one day? Like, hey, I kind of yeah. like it. It's just the, the beat's kind of catchy. Yes, I just heard it. I saw it on TV. The music video. I was like, what is this? I don't like it. And then I had a huge, a huge obsession. <laughs> now, <laughs> question. My family insane. Yeah. Do you prefer their more? techno digital based music or their older style with the grungier 
like guitar based and stuff. Older, yeah. older stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Which is weird because I didn't pick an older song. I picked a. Uh, oh, it is an older song. It's from Paul's Boutique, but um, it's 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 not one more that was more uh, rock based. You know, it's it's kind of mm-hmm. that Paul's Boutique album uh, is more disco based. They started working with yeah. the Chemical Brothers or the Dust Brothers. Mm-hmm. One of the two. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Chemical Brothers. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, if I would have actually chosen. My favorite song from this, uh-huh. guys. Uh, it might have been What You Want or Great Song. Great songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are so good, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite, like, uh, uh, my favorite, uh, like, I guess, era of theirs was, like, What You Want and uh, Check Your. Uh, check your head and all that good stuff, you know. Yes. And, um, oh, so good. Yeah. Um, and Sure Shot was always one of my favorite yes. songs. I love oh, Sure Shot. And yeah. um, and even off of uh, the 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 Hello Nasty, uh, three MCs and one DJ is such oh, yes. such a good song. Seeing them mm-hmm. do that live was ridiculous mm-hmm. because they never do it the same twice. Oh, ever. They like and and he, Mixmaster Mike is such a good DJ, and they were such good MCs that he could just go off on any tangent, like play any beat, and they will switch it up and like start rapping right over that like that style and keep the song fresh. Like it is so good. Like I, I I'm a big Beastie Boys fanboy, so I I, I kind of mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Um, when MCA when MCA died, I oh, cried like a baby. I did too. I, I two weeks. I teared up like pretty good, mm-hmm. and because uh, yeah. he was legit my favorite member of the group. <laughs> like, Mine is Adrock because oh, I was in love with him for like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I notice a lot of people say it's either Adrock or MCA. Mike D is always at the bottom of the list. I don't know, what, and I, I don't, don't know, know why. why. I like yeah. Mike D. I do. He's yeah. he's he's yeah. fine. He's he's good lyricist. He, uh but mm-hmm. MCA was something about that gravelly voice that it matched mine. Mm-hmm. Like so, I could always like rap his parts real good. You know, mm-hmm. like I was good at that. Mm-hmm. That's the Beastie Boys are actually the group that got me into rapping. Like mm-hmm. that made me want to be a rapper. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I was doing it. Um, I always I, I listen to other groups too, you know, like there was you know the the older groups like Run DMC and you know uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash and and you know all them good guys and I I but the, I gravitated towards the Beastie Boys uh, mainly probably because they were they looked like me, mm-hmm. you know. And, and when you when you played me uh, some of your old music, mm-hmm. it, it, I really heard you know Beastie the, Boys. The the influence, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the influence is definitely in all of my music. <laughs> like all of it. Uh right down to the ego, you know what I mean? Cuz they were all about, you know, fuck everybody else, I'm me, you know what I mean? Like I'm the mm-hmm. shit. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the king had rock and all that good stuff. Like you, mm-hmm. you got to be egotistical and they taught me that. Like in the in the yeah. music business, you have to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. So so Hannah, let's uh do you have any facts for today? Because I want I want I want to spread them out throughout the show. We'll give like one yeah. or two, and then you know we'll play another music, and we'll talk. And mm-hmm. yeah, let's start off uh, here. What do you, you get? Let's give let's give these people two facts. Let's give them two. I'm gonna give them two myths. Oh, myths! That's even better. All yes. right. I have more of those. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I have so many. This one. 
Rice does not cause birds to die by inflating their stomachs until they burst. Birds do eat wild rice, though some species avoid it. This common misconception has often led to weddings using millet, confetti or other other materials to shower the newlyweds as they leave the ceremony instead of traditionally throwing rice. Oh wow. <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember hearing that myth for the first time. And then the birds explode. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to try it out or cry. <laughs> I was always morbidly curious. I wanted to try it out. Not um, to be honest, I did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a short one. Okay. Uh, the minute waltz takes on average two minutes to play, <laughs> as originally written. Its name comes from the adjective uh, minute, meaning small, uh, and not the noun spelled name. I got you. I always wondered that. I was like, because every time I've heard it, I was like, this is way longer in a minute. Way longer. This is <laughs> so. That's good to know. He wrote it that way, and I'm not just you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm stupid because I, I like to believe. You know, I'm a music guy. I took music, you know, theory and and I still never understood why it was called the Minute Walls. <laughs> I want to know though if there's somebody out there if you're listening and you can play the minute waltz if you can play it in a minute I would love to hear it you know what I mean so uh, yeah. record that and post it up for us if you if you can do it if yeah. not I'm gonna we'll get my play it on the show yeah exactly I will I will do that and if I don't hear anybody in about a week I'm gonna get my daughter to do it because she is a very good at piano she she's mm-hmm. learned she is she can read notes better than I can she can play she uh she she played some fucking Bach for me the other day. And I was blown away because I had no idea that they were even teaching her that good in music in school. Like, Mm -hmm. so I and I I, I could teach her the basics. I could play a little boogie woogie. You know what I mean? That's about all I could play on the piano. But this girl, she's a virtuoso, people. She's going to be famous. But you know what? She don't want to be a musician. She wants to be a mortician. Mortician. (laughs) Yeah. That's so Cool. I know, right? Oh, yeah. She actually just got accepted to uh, Alfred University, which mm-hmm. is here in New York. Um, but mm-hmm. it's one of the top colleges for mortuary students. Uh, she has got a $40,000 scholarship they just gave her. Wow. Yeah. So she could basically go for free, which mm-hmm. I'm has, so proud of this girl. Has she watched? Uh, ask a mortician. Yes, on yes, that's that's one of my favorite that shows. Woman. That is one of Mine my favorites. Too. I she... have bought every book. Yeah, I love her. I, am, I watch every video. I am obsessed, actually, with yeah. her. She is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And I got I got my daughter and my you know the old lady and everybody into watching her too. She's so. Mm-hmm. So good, and and she's mm-hmm. captivating. Like you can, like you know what I mean. Like she's one of those people you can just mm-hmm. listen to talk. You yes. know, like no matter what she's talking about. yeah yeah exactly and i like her when she goes out and does stuff you know what i mean like you see her walking through like cemeteries or like walking uh you know like and she's so good at doing host stuff like it's almost Mm -hmm. almost like she was in the wrong uh uh, profession like she should have been on tv from the get-go or like some kind of documentary maker you know or or a writer or a writer exactly right are they 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 really that good huh 
I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna have to check them out then because uh, I've been mm-hmm. watching. I've like I said, I'm obsessed with their videos. So uh, yeah, everybody check her out. I and mean, hopefully, yes. my daughter is you know uh, uh, turns out to be uh, as well versed as she is anyway. You know because uh, Caitlin. right. What yeah. is Caitlin Doherty. Yes, Doherty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Doherty. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, she's, yeah. Um, and, and like I said, my, my, my daughter, I don't know if it's just a morbid fascination with wanting to play with bodies at this point or if she's actually, mm-hmm. you know, because she does, she knows, like, the anatomy, like, science is her thing. So she's, yeah. uh, which is why I'm really not surprised that, you know, she's musically inclined either because it takes that kind of brain to, you know, um, process musical theory and notes and stuff like that as well like you need that that uh intricate thinking type of brain and and when Mm -hmm. she's in there uh i guess she she focuses uh she can focus on certain things but i it's it's the mortuary thing i don't know if it like i said if it's just a fascination yet uh or if she's actually going to stick it out but i hope she does because uh like i said it's hard to find a job uh, a career that you actually love doing you know so yeah um let's keep this going here with the music Mm -hmm. In flames. Now, yes. Are are you uh, a a? Uh, uh, how long have you been listening to these people? Because I'm not really a. Uh, I've heard of them, but I don't know much about them. Well, maybe twenty years. I have been at least known them. I have seen them li- live like uh, ten times. Okay. And I have played a song from them before. Yes, that's where I've heard of them. <laughs> yes. A Swedish heavy metal band. Yep. And since I live and breathe metal, it's only right to play them again. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, yeah. Last time I played the song, Everything's Gone, and told you about the tattoo of mine. Yes, uh, and that was tattoo very... on my arm. Yes, yes. And very, very good song, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, so let, um, let's hope this one is uh, just as good, which it probably is since it's your favorite band. And I can't imagine them being uh, terrible at all, <laughs> quite frankly. Uh, you, you, you have yeah, a very good head on your shoulders when it comes to music. So I don't have, um, I don't think they have any bad songs. Oh, she's the one of them bands. That's a very bold yeah. statement, my friend. Very but bold statement. <laughs> their music has changed somewhat okay. during the years. It was first just, you know, aggressive yelling and growling right. and really fast drumming, which I also loved. But now it's, uh, they ha- even have some slow songs. Okay. Um, this song is called Deliver Us, and the music video is awesome. They play on, um, oh my God, what is it in English? Well, a music Amusing park, uh, amusement park, you know, the ride that yeah. goes really slowly, really up. Oh, um, um, oh, is it, is it, it's like a Ferris wheel? Yes. Okay, yeah. that's the one. They play on that one and it is lighted beautifully. Oh, it's wow. awesome. Okay, so let's listen to In Flames uh, by uh, Deliver Us by In Flames. Uh, this particular version is, of course, all music provided by Spotify, everybody. They're a sponsor, uh, and uh, also Anchor.fm. Uh, they're combined. They are one uh, great place to start a uh, podcast. Uh, I can tell you that from uh, you know experience. 
but uh, yeah, all songs are play, uh, played by Spotify unless otherwise noted. Uh, this is In Flames. Deliver us off of uh, Sounds of a Playground Fading. A bit newer one, but not on the latest album. Okay. So it's a sort of new, newish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> new-ish. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a new-ish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, we talked about this before the last time we played them. They have a uh, an epicness about them. Uh, their, their songs are like... You could see them in movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that type of... Yeah. Like an action movie trailer. Yeah. I think it's the guitarist, uh, Björn Gelotte, who okay. has his signature sound. You know, some guitarists have, you can tell who plays it. Yeah. Some, yeah. Like, God, they have a, uh, this song has a Metallica-ish quality to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, and I mean that in a, a good way, not the shitty Metallica mm-hmm. way. Like, you know, sorry. I, if anybody's a fan of Metallica, I uh, I used to be. Back to, uh, you know, when they were in the Black Album was the last. Really? Well, no, I can't say that. The one right after that. Uh, what's the one with the memory remains? Do you know? Uh, yeah, see, that's that's that, that's that I used to be, like I said, but back when they were metal. Um, mm-hmm. and then, then they kind of just, they kind of just became, you know, uh, a rock band, yeah. <laughs> which is fine and all, but I never thought I would like say that I like Megadeth better, but I do, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like it, yep. it is what it is. But these guys in flames, they, they blow fucking later Metallica right out the water, mm-hmm. <laughs> like 100%. Actually, you know what? They kind of got a... They kind of got a uh, a white zombie-ish type fucking sound to mm. them. Maybe. His voice. So His many, voice. Yeah. They have so many different kinds of They music. do. Like, the last couple songs you played for me were, like, the same, but they're not. Like, they're they're totally different, like, sounding stuff, but they have a... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, their sound, like, makes it, I guess, all mm-hmm. flow together. Like, whatever they play... Is, is gonna sound great as far as I'm concerned like the last three mm-hmm. these three songs that I've heard from them are really good mm-hmm. yeah like this is definitely something like I I, I think I said this last time but I, I would definitely add these guys' music into my playlist like my my just listening to daily stuff yeah and this band is you know really great because uh, my husband also likes them very much so we have at least one band (laughs) in common (laughs) well I've I've kind of uh, not intentionally but like I think uh, subconsciously forced my musical taste onto my wife (laughs) <laughs> over the years like over the past 20 something years we've been together <laughs> uh, no actually my husband loves Mokoma as well we have yeah we have several but uh, this one was awesome when we got to see them on a big stage together oh, that's nice that's so cool yeah that's nice we uh 
think the last concert that my wife and I went to was um uh Jesus. Was it the? I think it was the weekend. Mm. Um, they played at uh, SPAC, a local uh, music venue here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was the weekend. No, Imagine Dragons. That's who it was. I don't know if you've heard of them. They are a. Uh, they are a uh, pretty famous band here in the states. We only went because we got free tickets. Uh, radio station, you know, win and stuff mm-hmm. like that because. Sometimes I get the in on those. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they their opening band was the one I actually wanted to see. So <laughs> shout out to Rocksteady. What up? So um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we are going to keep this music train going. I'm going to play you one of my favorites. Okay. I'm going to see, yeah. mm-hmm. see, you know, what you think. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, did I? Oh, I did. I only picked. Three. Oh well, I know which one I want to pick other than that. Though. Okay, well, I'm gonna start off with a band that I can. My first clear, clear memory was from a Grateful Dead album because mm-hmm. my uncles are Deadheads. Um, you know, my and a whole bunch of my family. They're, they're the type of people that travel around with these. You know, this band, right? So oh. that yeah, like they'll go and they'll travel. They'll go to every show, and the show is they and they've taped. You know, they're one of those tape trading peoples. You know, the mm-hmm. Grateful Dead was famous for their audience recording live and trading tapes. You know, that's how the yeah. the word got around back in the day, mm-hmm. and yeah. they were the one of the only bands that allowed that shit to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and uh, yeah. because they were like, well, it's their music. We make it for them. You know what I mean? Why? What are we gonna do? We're gonna charge them to have the same songs, you know? It's it's weird. It it they make enough money at the concert, they don't need to charge them for a copy of the concert, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's that type of mentality, and I love that type of mentality because that that's what made the Grateful Dead one of the longest lasting bands. Even though there's only like three of them alive still, they're mm-hmm. still touring as Dead and Company right now with people like John Mayer and you know a whole bunch of like an all star band. You know, that join them. And the music is so, despite what people think about them, their music is like everlasting. Like it's jam music. It's stuff to just sit back, chill. And and I dare you, I dare you, defy you to find an album of The Grateful Dead that doesn't have at least two to three songs that you can sit there and hum along with. And, and just relax to. I, I dare anybody, no matter how much they hate them, you find me an album of theirs that has, you know, no no less than three songs that you can just jam out to. I'm telling you, people, I'm I'm daring you right now. Load up the <laughs> comments with it. Prove me wrong, okay? And I'm gonna tell you otherwise because I love all their albums. So, <laughs> so that's just you know that's just me. But this is from an album. Um, do, do you know much about the Grateful Dead? No. Okay. I know of them, and, and I think I have heard. I must have heard. Oh, you have to have, have have heard at least. I can't name any song. Um, so there's a song called Casey Jones. You know, uh, driving that train high on cocaine. You know that oh, one? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the Grateful yeah. Dead, yeah. Uh, then they have a song called Truckin'. They have a whole bunch of songs. Uh, they had a song that was very popular in the late 80s, uh, early 90s, uh, called touch of gray off of their album in the dark and this is another song off of that album this is called when push comes to shove 
by the Grateful Dead. Now, this is more of a bluesy. I, I, this is the type of music I like to just sit. I partake, people, and uh, you know if you know what partaking is, then you know <laughs> you, uh, you 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 get in that mood. You start partaking, <laughs> then you start zoning out and listening to the Grateful Dead. And this is the best music you can listen to. You know, I'm I'm. It's so relaxing, and and it, it's it, uh, I don't know. They just. They they have a quality about them that I I might just be nostalgic about it, but I I can't find any music. Some people like Leonard Skinner. They follow him to the you know the ends of the earth. Not me. Yeah. Grateful Dead all the way. You know I'm like that's mm-hmm. that that's me. Some people are Fish fans. More power mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Fish. <laughs> people say they're a better band. Maybe. <laughs> My opinion though, Grateful yeah. Dead is always going to be the best. I don't have a really strong opinion um this i could listen to this yeah this is good you know putzing around the house type of music you know just have it playing in the background you know just Mm -hmm. bopping around a little bit it's you know it's it's family friendly music (laughs) you know this is this is stuff you you put on when your kids are home you know you don't want anything too too raunchy you know and 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 Though the Grateful Dead were known for their electric Kool-Aid acid tests, uh, which is mm-hmm. where they put uh, LSD in Kool-Aid and passed it around uh, at oh, their... God. Yeah, oh boy, yeah. Uh, uh, my, my, my old man was a, a part of one of those <laughs> back in the day. Uh, over at a man called Timothy Leary's house. Uh, I don't oh. know if people know who he is. Uh, he is the creator of LSD. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's There's, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of fun to be had back in the sixties, uh, and uh, boy, my if, if my I gotta get my old man on here one day and talk about these old stories because he's got a whole bunch like talking about. Oh God! So um, now when um, I first heard Grateful Dead, like I said, my first clear memories when my uncles were you know the the Deadheads. I got my first Grateful Dead tattoo, my first tattoo. Period. 13 years old. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had a little guy on my arm up above my shoulder, like right below my shoulder, my right shoulder. And uh, I got it up so I, so I could hide it from my mom originally. But, you know. Uh, and we did it old jailhouse style. Needle, thread, India ink. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So needless to say, I mean, I was pretty hammered. Uh, I, was, I was getting that way early, folks. So don't... Uh, you know, don't take that out of my parents for saying they were bad parents, because I found that shit on my own. So, okay. I, I, however, started, you know, drinking and having fun when I was 14. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started earlier. I was pretty good into it at 13. Oh. Uh, but we had really nothing to do in the small town I grew up in, uh, <laughs> except steal beer out of our parents' coolers and uh, all this other good stuff. So, uh, needless to say, people, in the 80s, <laughs> the late 80s early 90s kids were a lot different we were allowed to do a lot more stuff we're really the last yes. generation of kids that were allowed to do stuff yes we were <laughs> um, my, my parents even bought me some beer yeah because 
they reasoned that that way they knew what where you were exactly yes. that uh, yeah well they didn't know where i was well but they knew what, what you I were doing thinking. exactly <laughs> my mom was the big the same way me and my boys we would like 16 17 she knew we were going to go out and do it anyway so she was like, whatever, yeah. give me your money. So she went out. She bought us all our, you know, our 40s of OE or whatever it was that night. And yeah. she was like, stay home and play your video games. Get drunk so I know where one of you are. Just in case somebody decides to fucking have to go to the hospital. Okay? So- yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were out on the streets at, at the city. Oh. But at least we didn't, you know, buy some random right. people, you know, Exactly. 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 You know, we always had the, you know, we always had the older brothers and stuff to give us the weed or whatnot, the older sisters, you know, whatever we really needed. We always had somebody that we trusted that could give it to us. So that was always the good thing about growing up when I grew up, you know, at least we were allowed to stay out until midnight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially during the summer, my parents didn't see me all summer, (laughs) all summer. I, I last day of school, I was like, I'm going over to a friend's house. Okay. I didn't show up until the first day of school. Like I'm back. All right. Like, <laughs> like it was, that was how shit was. And then I love, oh, I miss those days. You can't let my kids do it nowadays though. You can't, Mm-mm. I don't know anybody. I don't, I, I don't trust anybody. I guess that comes with being a parent. Um, yeah. you know, but my parents were always one of those. They worked both of them all the time. So, you know, it was like, they, whatever, don't die. I got to pay the bills. You know, that's basically the way it is. Just, (laughs) yeah, don't die. I can't afford the funeral right now. You can't, don't do it. So just make sure you're saved. (laughs) Check in every other month, you know, just make sure you're alive. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, and speaking of alive, uh, I don't know why that was a bad segue, but segue anyway. I'm gonna play another one of my songs. We're gonna go too even here. <coughs> Oops, I uh, I unlocked my headphones. Oh my god, put those back in. Okay, here we go. God, I always do that at least once a show. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna play by my second favorite band, mm-hmm. band band, not uh, you know group rap group or whatever. Uh, like instrument band i guess the beastie boys count as a band because they do play their own instruments so Mm -hmm. um on most of their stuff anyway but this is a lot of people are gonna uh, hate on me again because they're like they're either a rolling stones person or a beatles person right so the greatest band to come out of england as far as i'm concerned it's the Dave Clark Five, but I'm just kidding. No, it's the Beatles. Uh, the <laughs> uh, George Harrison, uh, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr, Richard Starkey, uh, were always uh, have always been my you know right up there top three bands uh, of always. Oh. I I can sing almost every damn song, no matter from their earliest days uh, in Liverpool playing shows at the cavern, you know, doing covers of old uh, rock and roll R&B songs, you know, that just came out like Little Richard and stuff all the way through their hippie phases and, uh, you know, into their uh, 70s and 80s, um, you know, uh, I guess uh, rebirth in popularity because every one of them became even more popular as solo artists in the the 70s and 80s. Um, And I, I just have such a love for the Beatles, and Zane will get on my ass about this because Zane loathes the Beatles, loathes I them. I have to confess. You hate them too, don't you? I know. I, I don't. I don't hate them. You just dislike I them. Am, 
I am on Cam's Rolling Stones. See? All right. Now, I'm at a toss-up because I do like the Rolling Stones. I just feel that the Beatles had more quality writing and musicianship. Okay? Now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Because they had, like... All right, they they all started off with the the same as the the Rolling Stones, you know, with a you know it's basically just a uh, chord driven, you know, like R and B style, okay, and the Stones really didn't progress past that style. Mm. You feel me? Like you, you know what I'm trying to say? Like they they always they had a poppy sound to them most of the time, right? Like yeah. a, an upbeat. Uh, their even their slower songs were poppier sounding, in in my opinion. I could be totally off base here, but that's just the way I felt. And then the Beatles, they just totally like as soon as they found drugs, flipped flipped their shit and started getting so daft and creative, <laughs> like like you couldn't help but go, what the. F- fuck are they talking about <laughs> you know like uh the i am the walrus that song is so weird and 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 freaking off kilter it's mm-hmm. it's great at the same time and then like uh um what's that uh uh, uh come together right like uh that that song is just like here come old flat top. He come grooving up slowly. He got juju eyeball. What the fuck is juju eyeballs? Like, I don't know what any of these things are talking about, but I love the song. So that like the Beatles just got, as far as I'm concerned, they just got more creative and, um, musically sound. And I think that also has to come with George Martin, their producer. Like, you know, he, he, he was, uh, he started off as like, you know, a classical producer, you know, and he started adding all the, 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 the strings and the, the orchestra sounding to their music, right? And that kind of filled it out a little bit more. But then, again, before they broke up, they started getting more rock-based again, hmm. right? And this song that I'm going to play, I know, long-winded, roundabout way to get to the song. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but uh, they, you know, they, they, and they performed this and recorded it on the top of a, 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 the roof of Apple Studios, uh, their last like thing that they ever did together on the uh, uh, al- uh, album Get Back, uh, Don't Let Me Down, but it was um, the, they they did a live basically uh, movie of them breaking up, culminating in a concert on top of the roof at Apple Studios in England. And this song, Don't Let Me Down, is a bluesier based, um, and it features... Um, uh, uh, a, a really, uh, like it just, just down to earth, bluesy, gritty style for the Beatles. Um, and, and they recorded it in, uh, like one take cause it was live and, and you'll hear it. You'll, you're, you're going to love it. I think you're going to like it. I, I could be wrong again. Cause you're a, you're a Rolling Stones type of gal. So mm-hmm. take it what it is. It's the Beatles. Don't let me down. Re- remastered version again from Spotify Past Masters. Like you can feel his emotion. Like John Lennon was just 
tearing himself apart on this song. Yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. Trying to remember, there's uh, the uh, keyboardist. Trying to remember his name. They considered him the fifth Beatle because he was on like the last two albums that they recorded playing the keyboards. Um, God, I can't remember the name. I, and I know him too. Like, it's bad. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I don't want to mess with my computer because I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, this. This song, they, they just kind of went back to their, you know, just bluesy kind of roots. Because they did start off, um, you know, they uh, the blues back then was, you know, rhythm and blues style. So it wasn't like, they had the blues, but everybody who copied the blues kind of sped it up a little bit. You know, uh, that's how we got the rhythm part of the rhythm and blues. Um, but they, they kind of took this song and just, I, I from what I heard, originally it was... Uh, Slightly faster, but then John was just like, he started playing. He was like, ah, I'm gonna put a little bit of, you know, let's slow it down a little bit. And then they got this, and I think it can, I think it's better this way because it's like you can hear him just guttural, like, you know, singing his heart out. John Lennon wasn't the best singer in the world, right? Like he, yeah. he, he had to struggle to get some notes out. Like you can hear that on uh, Twist and Shout. Like he was, he was sucking on cough drops the whole time they recorded that. Like, yeah, and he said he tore his throat completely apart. And they always had to save that for the last song of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was always yelling. Ah, yeah. And, oh, it was crazy. Plus, you know, fun fact, people. You know why the Beatles stopped touring? Do you know why the people stopped the, the Beatles stopped touring? Because they couldn't hear themselves on stage. Fun why? fact. The crowds were so loud. Oh, of course. Yeah, they said yeah, they yeah. couldn't hear themselves and they couldn't get better as musicians, so they stopped touring. So, I, I, I fair, you know, I mean, yeah. they, people were passing out. You know, mm-hmm. girls were throwing their panties on stage, passing out. Like, they were bad, like Elvis bad. Like, <laughs> like it, it was, and, and it's kind of funny when, you know, John Lennon said, like, they... they during concerts, like you could see it during their uh, um, Shea Stadium concert where they did it um, in front of one of the largest audiences ever, they just started going ape shit in the middle, like just jumping all over, fucking not even singing the right words, just laughing. Like they're like, we couldn't hear each other anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> so I'm like, that's fair. Like, I, I it's got to be hard, for, especially me, because I've been on stage and they're right. If people are loud, you can't even hear, you know, yourself, even through the monitors. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. it being Beatles loud. You know what I mean? Like, I I can't. I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. So what would you think? That's uh, a little bluesy. I know you're not a Beatles fan. Yeah, but I actually liked it. Maybe I just don't like their hits. That's uh, the thing. You got to dive. You got to dive into some of their non-radio play stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Now, uh, you you will find, you know, you have to sift through a few things, but you, you're <laughs> you're gonna find a lot of gems um, that you wouldn't have never heard of because you know they don't play them on the radio. You know, unless yeah. you have the albums, you ain't listening. Um, yeah. So I think we should uh, 
hit him up with some more facts or uh, myth. What do you got right now? Yeah, myths. Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Microwave ovens do not cause cancer as microwave uh, radiation is non-ionizing and therefore does not have the cancer risks. Wow. Um, no studies have found that microwave radiation causes cancer even with exposure levels far greater than normal radiators. So there you go kids. There you go kids. Stick your head in the microwave. Turn it on. Yes, You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, myth. You can detox your body with uh, special diets. So-called detoxes with juices or other liquids don't have unique powers <laughs> to help you lose weight, clear up acne, or even bur purge toxins from, from your system. That's your liver's job, idiot. <laughs> and it does it quite well. <laughs> I just needed to get that out of my head because I fucking hate the detox juices. They um, don't do shit. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> I find plain old water helps you a lot better than those things do. Yes, and having a liver is yes, great. Yes, and a liver is definitely key. So if you ain't got a liver, I'm sorry. But other than that, yeah, you, yes. you definitely... <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, oh one more yeah uh, viking vikings did not drink out of the skulls of their uh, dead enemies oh that's unhygienic <laughs> yes <laughs> maybe they used detoxing after <laughs> <laughs> This was based on a mistranslation of the Celtic poetic use of mm, something I cannot pronounce, <laughs> what means branches of skulls to refer to drinking horns. Okay. Yeah. So. <gasps> wow. So there you go. People, they didn't actually drink out of the skulls of their enemies. Uh, so stop drinking out of the skulls of your enemies. It's unhygienic. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, uh, you get some kind of cancer or something, I'm sure. Some kind of disease. Yes. So uh, don't be doing that. <laughs> All right. So that was that was some facts uh, for you there and uh, myth. Uh, so, Hannah, why don't you tell us about uh, this next song that we're going to play? Uh, Telehope Battle Lines? Yeah. Telehope. I found this band just lately, uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, and I did not find a lot of info about them. Their website website says says they are from Ohio, <gasps> and they have been friends for over ten years. Okay. But that's it, basically. <laughs> 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 These are young dudes, and. I have been practicing my singing with their songs, <laughs> okay. trying to train my vocal range, which, which is not easy to do. <laughs> well, um, I had a bit trouble choosing the song. Okay. Since I think I have played one of their songs, Ghosts. Yes. Before. Yes, you have. <laughs> yep. 
I chose the one I have been listening to and very poorly singing <laughs> last week over and over and over again. <laughs> my poor family. <laughs> <laughs> so, a song called Battle Lines. All right, here we go. Tell a hope Battle Lines off of Chasing Dreams, the album. Mm-hmm. A great album. All right. Once again, people, find everything on Spotify, uh, unless otherwise noted. So, I like this piano so much. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a pretty little <laughs> melody. Mm-hmm. And also, I like it when a good song has some piano in it, or strings, or something. When the song is, you know quiet and beautiful and not <laughs> yelling yeah <laughs> <laughs> you might find this song boring but i just no. i fucking love it i am uh as you can tell I, I i listen to some pretty uh 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 low rhythm music so it's slow rhythms uh so i i do like i'm a classical fan too so i will listen to just piano music uh whenever i can or strings or uh, orchestra music i love that um, actually, I'm a, on the low, I'm a big opera fan too. I do love me some opera, oh. so uh, oh. yeah, I'm very cultured. Don't don't let it get out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I got a rep to uphold, so I. Uh... <laughs> so I yeah, don't really like opera, but uh, I'm a theater theater geek. <laughs> Both yeah. on stage and in the audience. Oh so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh musical theater was um definitely in my uh my backlog of stuff that I did. Uh same with uh my kids. Uh my daughters are both in musical theater in school. Uh my youngest is doing Annie this year for the uh oh. middle school uh play and my oldest is doing um oh what were they doing? Uh uh Oh, uh, um, God darn it. Yeah, that one, the, the, the one with the snapping in the, in the, in the Latinos versus the Jewish people. Uh, um, Greece? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, uh, uh. I'm bad at this. Oh God. Oh, oh, I'm going to kick myself because, uh, this one is, uh. Ah, oh, damn. Use it. Hold on. <laughs> I got this. I'm taking the chance. Hold on. Because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seem like a real big dickhead here. Uh, Did I say Greece? I'm embarrassed. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Where? Oh, my God. I am uh, 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 an, an idiot. Yeah, I, I should know this one because. Uh, God damn it. Hold on. I'm getting there. I am getting there, people. I will find it. Hold on. West Side Story. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. How did I not know? Like, it was on the tip of my tongue. I'm like, duh, the Jewish people and the Latinos are fighting and singing. I should well, know I, this. I, 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 
together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the bad thing is, this is one of the most famous musicals mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> I'm not that much into <clears throat> musicals, I have to say. I'm, yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't know yeah, me. no. I, I literally should know this because I've seen it like a thousand times. So I was like, what the hell? It's like guys and dolls are like, you know, Annie, get your gun or, you know, any of those guys like, oh, Jesus. There you go, people. It's concussions. Blame it on the concussions. Uh, I'll do that. Yeah. That's. <laughs> blame, uh, well, just being stupid. Ah, no. <laughs> you're you're going to you're we're going to call yours um just because you're from Finland right now and your American, you know, musicals is not your thing. You can get away with that. Yeah. Me, I'm here, and I've been in deep in the, the, the situation forever. I should have known. There is no excuse and for me. <laughs> actually, I have been staying up for almost two weeks. Oh, geez, that's right. That is very true. My kids have been ill, and not at the same time, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's why I'm stupid today. Oh. <laughs> Tomorrow, something else. <laughs> Well, you know what? Since we're both feeling that way, I think we should keep this musical thing going here. I'm going to play my last one, and then we're going to play your last one. So we're going to play my last one is another Beastie Boys song. Yeah! This is off of Paul's Boutique. This is called Shadrack. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. This is a great one. So Shadrack. I love this. Yes. This this is one of my top songs by the Beasties. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those other ones that people don't ever bring up in the conversation. Yeah, I don't know why. Me neither. It's a good one. Yeah, and again, though, this album they don't hardly ever mention about Paul's Boutique. This is always the people's least favorite album. I'm like, this is one of my favorites. It was such a big departure from their original stuff when when they came out with it. Like after, because they came out with what Ill, Ill Communications first, I thought, right? Yeah. Or License to Ill, I think one of it was right before this. I can't remember, but either way, it was it was such a big departure mm-hmm. from the style I that they did. In one interview, I don't remember exactly, but they said, uh, "Yeah." The question door, <laughs> which means, yeah, <laughs> finish. <laughs> uh, the question of the interview was, uh, what, do you, what do you think when these young people only know you by Hello Nasty? Right. And they said, we actually love it because uh, most of our fans don't even recognize that we have made music since Paul's Beauty. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's because a lot of people stopped like after they're like, "Well, this is this is it. They can't get any better." But then they did, like. So, <laughs> but yeah, and, and this is like, I remember when I first heard this album, I was like, "Wow, like I, this is so different than Fight for Your Right to Party." You know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, "How'd they go from hard rock to disco?" But it worked. Like it worked. And again, I, I don't understand why people shit on this album so much. It should be up there with the top two or three at least Beastie albums. And to me, it is. It, they've they've only put out what six albums. 
Maybe, yeah, roughly. Yeah, maybe, roughly, yes. So, yeah, because that, that it's, yeah, this has to be the top three for me anyway. Uh, the top, uh, of course, is, uh, I, I got to say, uh, my favorite album of theirs was uh, uh, probably Licensed to Ill, be, just for nostalgic purposes. And then um, Ill Communications. Yeah, Ill Communications is probably mine. Yeah, and then this one, Paul's Boutique. Uh, and then right after that is, uh, you know, Hello Nasty. Because uh, yes. cause, uh, if for albums that you can listen to back to front, you know what I mean? I think that was the order to go in. Uh, because they had a couple of misses, but everybody has a couple of misses. You know, yes. so you can't really have a 100% uh, front to back listen to album. It's it's hard, but people have done it, but it's very hard. Like, uh, um, the, the, did they make two or three albums since Hello Nasty? Yes, yes, they did. Yes. Uh, right up, uh, right before uh, Ad Rock or MCA passed away. Yeah, uh, I think they had an album that was they were working on as well. That they just oh. keep releasing like little singles, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like lost, fucking whatever. Or the, I heard they're putting out a new album. It's probably mm-hmm. just all redone stuff or like older stuff they've remastered and whatnot. But yeah. I, it's one I'm gonna have to pick up either way because uh, mm-hmm. knowing them, knowing them, they have a shitload of backlog songs that they never released. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of like Tupac. Who's he died in the freaking nineties and the motherfucker puts out an album every year since I don't I don't get it. <laughs> and they're brave. Yeah, yeah. And they're great and they're better than any damn album like musician alive right now. It's ridiculous. So, well dying does good for you. That's that's right. That's right. Divine intervention, I guess. He's uh <laughs> All right, let's keep this music train going. The Smiths. This is one of your favorite bands, huh? Yes, I have played them before, too. Of course, I, I have nothing against the Smiths, but on a list of favorite bands, I, I don't ever think I've thought about them uh, like that, to tell you the truth. But then again, mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm not a, 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 a hater. I do like the Smiths. They mm-hmm. they have put out some really good music. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what drew you to the Smiths as a, a, a fangirl? Well... I don't know, really. Uh, I think my sister has liked them forever. And I just lately found them. And I have been listening to them a lot uh, this couple of years. Okay. So I don't know if it should be on my favorite list. But I just, I had to. I, I can tell you that this song that you picked is a very good song. Yes, so and I love the I, lyrics. I was actually happy so that you had picked it because I do like this song. Because mm-hmm. so, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is—it's literally one of the songs I think of when I think about the Smiths. So, um, yeah. let's tell that the name of the song is uh, "There's a Light That Never Goes Out." Mm-hmm. All right, it's mm-hmm. from the Smiths. Yes. Uh, this is a 2011 remaster version. It's off the album "The Queen Is Dead." So here we go, everybody. The Smiths. <laughs> By the way, people, Morrissey makes me so depressed. <laughs> I, it's just something about him. I, I don't know what it is. He could just, he could like be reading the most upbeat lyrics and I'd still be like, I want to slit my throat. Because 
I think he has this British uh, dry humor, <laughs> which I personally love right. very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saying something really melancholically and very, you know, maybe horrible even. Right. And, uh, and laughing about it. <laughs> I, I just, I love it. <laughs> like, he's another one. Like, him and, him and Kurt Smith, or, uh, uh, Kurt Smith from The Cure? No, who's the, who's the lead singer of The Cure? Do you know? I can't remember his name. I should know, but I don't remember. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go again. Internet, be my friend. Uh, yeah. Robert Smith. That's who it is. Yes, 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 yes. I knew that. Yep, I did too. And, and again, concussions, we'll leave it up to that. So, uh, <laughs> there. yeah, The Cure is another group like the Smiths uh, yeah. that just get me, get me in the, in the, in the, if I'm like depressed, that's the music I'm listening to. Like, mm-hmm. they get me into that, but, like, and I'm like, oh, you know. I I remember there was this one point in, like, I want to say the mid-90s, maybe, like, 94, 95. I was, like, 15. I was, like, like weird depression hit me. You know what I mean? It was probably puberty, you know, whatever, yeah. taking over, hormones. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it I just got, like, to the point where I didn't leave my room for, like, a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was straight up. Yeah. Lights out, door shut, fucking barely ate. Lucky I had a bathroom in my room because, you know, I, otherwise I would never have <laughs> gotten up at it. And, and so I was just the cure and, and the Smiths and, 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 oh God, who, there was, uh, it's another guy, um, damn. Uh, anyway, I went through, like, there was that whole month, I was just, that was the music that was on in my room on repeat. Like the Cures, um, oh, what album was that? Their their big one from like the eighties. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it, it was just I, I sat there and listened, and, and it got real bad. And then once, like at the one day, it just kind of uh, snapped out of it. Like, and then I was like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> and I, I didn't listen to like the Cure or the Smiths or Morrissey or anybody like that for like. Tom Waits, he was another one. Tom Waits oh, was the other guy. Yeah. And then I was like, I just, I just stopped. And then I, I got really into Insane Clown Posse. Mm-hmm. I know, big switch, right? Like fucking The Cure, The Smiths, and then Juggalo music. All right. Yeah. That, that's what it was. And then I my life just kind of went the opposite direction. I was like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Whatever. Fuck yeah. being depressed. It don't mean, you know, depression people is, uh, is it's a it's a very bad uh, uh, disease. It really is. Yes. Um, uh, I know I suffer from it. I know every now and then you, you, you know, go through bouts of it. Um, mm-hmm. but then again, you're our mother. So postpartum that also has a lot of stuff, you know, to do with it. Uh, but depression is no joke. Honestly, people, if you know somebody that's going through that stuff, try to talk to them. If you're going through that stuff, mm-hmm. talk it out. It's always good to talk mm-hmm. to somebody. It's always good to, no matter what it is, just vent. Even if it's just typing mm-hmm. shit out, yeah. And then even like deleting it, it. right? Or to each other, right? And even if you just mm-hmm. type it out and then delete it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It gets it out of your head. You know, I've done yeah. that so much. I've I've taken Notepad and I've written like an hour long soliloquy on why I'm fucking depressed. 
and I felt better after I wrote it and I deleted it. You know? Yeah, but it's not always that simple. No, no, either. no, it's not. It's not. And I'm just saying that that yeah. sometimes that that works for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, it might help right. a lot. Now, venting yeah, to somebody, have... that's what I prefer to do. Like you and, and, and Zane and... and I, for some reason, I, I can't vent to my wife because I don't think she understands, but she does, but she don't. You know what I mean? It's one of those. Yes. I, yes. I actually don't do that either to my husband because he ha he is prone to that too. Right, right. And I don't want to, you know, make him go through it. Exactly, too. exactly. So, like, again, people, like, I, I hate to end the show on a downer like that, but, you know, yeah. it, honestly, <laughs> if you need to need to speak to somebody, please, there's always, you know, helpful, you know, there's there's... There's people out there that that'll listen. Yeah. You know, go go to a parent, go to a a friend, a teacher, uh, you know, whatever, a counselor. If you, if you need therapy, by all means, go to a therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. there is nothing wrong. I really, really suggest therapy for all. Yeah. I am actually, I have been a year in. Oh, well, there it you has go. Helped me a lot. And uh, people, if you are feeling really down, there are numbers you can call. Yes. Um, I don't have any. Not <laughs> offhand, but I, I, you know what? Because we're talking about it, I'm going to post links in the yeah. description. Yeah. So there you go. Perfect. To a Perfect. couple of good websites and, and yes. some phone numbers. So let's get off that depressing stuff. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, yeah, thank you. And I, I, you know how it is. I love you. Love you much. Um, I love you too. Aw. And uh, we definitely uh, are going to be getting back together later on this week to uh, record the yes. Halloween Frightsober episode, yes. everybody. This is great. This is my favorite time oh, of year. Besides, Chris, I get together with too. my friends and stuff. We play good music mm -hmm. and we listen and we just chat and bullshit. And uh, so this one is also going to be on YouTube. You're going to see some of this video. We're going to be in costumes. I'm going to be in costume. Uh, my cousin, Nikki Sombrero, you know, good old friend Nikki Sombrero, used to be part of this show a lot. She's going to be on with our good friend Jennifer from our childhood. So we're going to be all dressing up and all good, good stuff. Hannah's going to join us if she can't. We are going to have a story by Hannah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we are going to try our damnedest to get her on live. But we know how things go. Sometimes stuff happens. We're going to yeah, work it out. Actually, yeah. My whole family has been ill, and now it's Harvey's right. turn, and my throat is a bit sore. So... I'm su I'm surprised we got you through today with the way your throat yeah, is, honestly. Too. So, but you did very good. Uh, I'm gonna let you go, and you're gonna get some rest. Mm -hmm. And everybody, you can find us again at digitalzoneent.com, Spotify, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio. Shit, even uh, Audible. Go on Audible. You can find us there too. So uh, you go there. Uh, links in the description to Hannah's link tree. And um, well, have fun, everybody. Have a good day. Love you. Bye, Hannah. I'll talk to you later. Love you, girly. Yeah. Love you. Bye. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.